United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. There is a humanitarian crisis underway in Ethiopia. The leader there warning that the final and crucial military operation will soon be launched against rulers of the country's rebellious northern Tigray region. This is something we want to put in focus with our guest, Susan Stigant, who is director of the Africa programs at the United States Institute of Peace. She is tweeting at Susan, S-T-I-G-A-N-T. Susan, welcome back. Thank you for being on POTUS today. Good morning, Tim. Thanks for having me on. There is something ironic about this, I don't know, disturbing when you see that a Nobel Peace Prize laureate is talking about launching an attack. We're talking about the prime minister. Help us understand where things are right now. Yes, it's it's certainly a, a really concerning and developing situation in Ethiopia. Um, the the fighting that's, that's taking place um, was really sparked um, by allegations that the Tigray People's Liberation Front in Tigray and one of the federal states in Ethiopia attacked uh, the Ethiopian Defense Forces in that in that area. Um, but this this really dates back to a really complex transition that's underway that Prime Minister Abiy is is leading and is responsible for for leading forward. Um, and a fundamental disagreement about how the country moves forward. Um, what is the political settlement that takes Ethiopia from 27 years of rule under essentially an, an umbrella party towards a new type of rule? Um, when Prime Minister Abiy came into power, he released um, thousands of political prisoners. He opened space for political opposition to return um, and started a conversation about how the country would, would run itself and what would the relationship between be between the center and the states. Um, as Americans know, federal relationships are incredibly complicated. And um, fundamentally, what this comes down to is that, that there isn't agreement about what that federal arrangement will look like going forward. What happened? I mean, again, as you mentioned, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed had taken office and he had a sense of where he was going. It was after he was in office for a while that that he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. But what has deteriorated? What has changed? What circumstances have have altered? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've seen a series of steps that have really led up to this this. Um, situation of, of violence that's deteriorating at this stage. Um, in the summer, uh, Prime Minister Abiy postponed elections that were, were scheduled to take place in August. Um, this was a, a result of COVID-19 and in response to COVID-19. Um, however, the way that the postponement took place um, started to, I think, further show the divisions and some of the, the challenges in terms of, of how different political groups were seeing the way forward. Um, and so the TPLF, the Tigray People's Liberation Front, where that's leading the area where this fighting is, is taking place most seriously, um, rejected the postponement um, so that they would no longer recognize Prime Minister Abiy after October when his, his term technically would end. Um, and they went ahead with holding elections in Tigray um, in September which the federal government in turn um, refused to recognize. And so you can see there's been a real spiraling of, of those, those relationships. And as I said, the spark um, on November 4th was, was some fighting between um, Tigrayan groups and um, the National Defense Forces that are located in Tigray. 
Um, and it's, it's a really complex situation because it's not just um, non-government aligned forces that are in that, in that federal state, but a significant component of the federal defense forces are based in Tigray, including soldiers and military and, and equipment. Um, What's happened over the last few days is that it seems that there's a risk that Eritrea, um, which is the the country um, with which Prime Minister Abiy had forged a peace agreement, could be pulled into the conflict if they're not already um, providing some assistance. So the the TPLF um, confirmed that they um, shot missiles to the the Eritrean capital, Ismara. Um, and the TPLF alleges that Asmara is, in fact, allowing the Ethiopian Defense Forces to operate from, from the country as part of the operation to remove the TPLF leadership and, and arrest those who are allegedly responsible for undermining Prime Minister Abiy's view of, of the transition. Susan, clearly in the context of this election, there's not much space for international relations, much less Africa, which usually winds up being at the bottom of the list of concerns of Americans. That said, it was just before the election that President Trump had uh, incited a little bit of a tiff with Ethiopia, where he had talked about, uh, evidently on a call, um, the president had talked about blowing up the bridge, the Ethiopian dam. I'm sorry, not bridge, but dam. And uh, that that brought some pushback. One wonders what the U.S. role in all of this is, if any. Yeah, it's very it's a complicated moment, and I think a space where where U.S. leadership is is really needed um, at this stage. Uh, I think that the U.S. voice um, is is critical to call for unhindered humanitarian access. Um, to those who are being affected by the fighting. Um, The federal government has cut off communications, electricity, closed banks of of those who come from the Tigray region, and this is blocking the UN from mounting a humanitarian response that that needs to take place. Um, In addition, there are um, reported 4,000 people per day who are crossing from Ethiopia into Sudan um, to get out of the fighting. And so I think the U.S. can really shine a light on this. the other thing that the U.S. can call for is independent investigation of all of the allegations that are taking place of um, terrible murders, human rights violations, and and problems that could really amount to war crimes. Um, there's been documented reports of targeting, ethnic targeting of Tigrayan people, um, people who are being removed from their posts um, and blocked from traveling. And as the narrative and the tensions rise, um, there's a real need for some external independent investigator to help to diffuse some of that that escalation and spiraling, because that could could continue to fuel violence and, and indeed see it really spread across the country. I, I guess one other question would be, it does border Somalia. Is there any concern about rising terrorist groups trying to fill any kind of a vacuum in the area? Is, is that a concern also or not? Um, so in our analysis, we, we need to really look at the Horn of Africa um, as well as bridging into the Red Sea, which which bridges between the Horn and the Gulf as a as an interconnected reason for region for political, economic, and security dynamics. And Ethiopia is a one of the leading troop contributors um, into the the UN and African Union uh, operation in Somalia. Um, so there are concerns about a distraction where Ethiopia is focused domestically and internally. And certainly, we know that in any circumstance where um, where the country is is weakened in its own 
its own ability to, to tr- where citizens are not trusting their government, that it, it makes the risks of extremism that much greater. So, so certainly concerns about how this will potentially ripple across the region um, and take Ethiopia that's been a real anchor state and a partner to the U.S. in, in its national security priorities um, and may actually see Ethiopia as, as pushing out, um, out some of the, the, the tensions and, and some of the, the concerns from refugees or, or violence spilling out of the borders. Susan Stigand, I appreciate you being on. I, we, we lack expertise. It's good that people like you follow these things because they are important and we don't give it enough uh, time on the air, but we're glad we can give it some. Thanks for being on the show today. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for bringing attention to it. Susan Stigant, Director of Africa Programs at the United States Institute of Peace. The humanitarian crisis underway in that country right now. Thoughts about what might happen and what could happen, what should happen. She is tweeting, by the way, at Susan Stigant. It's Susan, S-T-I-G-A-N-T. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.